Hello, heroes and dreamers. I am Peaches, your host today on Campbell's Corner. How would you advise somebody to tap that spring of eternal life, that joy that is right there? Well, we're having experiences all the time, which uh, uh, may, on occasion, render some sense of this, a little intuition of where your joy is. Grab it. No one can tell you what it's going to be. I mean, you've got to learn to recognize your own depths. Welcome to Campbell's Corner once again. It is, I don't remember how many episodes this is, but it feels like a lot. And this time it's extremely special, particularly for me, because it's our Mother's Day special! And my guests in the studio with me today are my mom, Marilyn. Hello. <laughs> and another mom, my big sister, Lacey. Hello. <laughs> so, typically, I start off sharing a story and then we just kind of go. And if you have stories to share as well, then we'll do it. But I'll I'll kick us off so that you guys can settle into the chairs and get cozy and comfortable. Get it, Getting it. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the Egyptian mother goddess Isis. And this story in particular, you have to have a lot of backstory for. <laughs> because, like, her tale touches a lot of other God's z's, tales. Somebody tail touching. <laughs> so, <laughs> basically, Isis ruled with her brother husband, Osiris, trying to. Te- <laughs> I like the way you kind of just went over that really fast. <laughs> I mean, it's, so, it's like every pantheon is like my brother husband cousin so So, yes her brother husband osiris uh uh ruled with her brother husband trying to teach civilization to humanity one day set the god of disorder murdered osiris the god of order and set was mad because his wife neptis had a baby anubis with Osiris oh. and they're all siblings and their other oh, mother brothers. <laughs> the drama, Osiris. <laughs> so Set lured his brother into a coffin because he's like, "Hey man, you want to like try this out?" And he like brought it to a party and like all these other uh, with all these other. Uh, deities and they were all like I can't get in I don't understand oh my gosh it's so hard and then Osiris Osiris was like I got this (laughs) and he's like watch me get in and then Set just like closes the lid staples it closed and then weighs it down with a bunch of lead and then tosses it into the Nile Dang it, Set. (laughs) Dang it, Osiris. (laughs) (laughs) So then Isis is devastated by the loss of her husband, brother, by her Her other brother, cousin, (laughs) murdered, whatever. And so she's so sad that she uh, starts wandering the lands looking for him. And the the god of the River Nile, I forget his name, um, basically carried the coffin down the river a ways and kept it safe and... Uh, so she eventually found his coffin. It was like entombed in a tree. And she was like, oh my gosh, I found him. And then so she 
like yanked him out of the tree, set him on the ground, and she was so like saddened by his the the sight of his deadness <laughs> that he uh, she she transformed herself into a kite and like flew around above him and it, she like that was her like morning dance mm. type thing and miraculously as she flew over the body she became with child oh, that's as, how that happens as one does <laughs> that is exactly how it happens um and when she returned to Egypt, she hid from Set, her brother, cousin, <laughs> and uh, and then she hid from him. And so she kept her baby hidden in the reeds of the Nile, and she was like, she kept having to like fight off like scorpions and snakes and this poor kid kept getting bitten by snakes and scorpions but she's like no we have to stay here because Seth's looking for you and he's just like but mom why and she's like it's okay and she you know healed him every time mother's love and healing and that's what she was about and then meanwhile Seth is just like where's the baby and then looking all around for Isis and he actually finds Osiris's body <laughs> and so he's like this guy and, then, <laughs> and so he chops up his body into 14 pieces and scatters it across the lands and Isis is like but why you do that though again and so then she goes running around trying to find his body parts and she does except for his phallus mm. which she reconstitutes instead of finding the old ones she just gives him a new one <laughs> <laughs> and by she rubs down his body in oils and does the uh, first embalming, basically. And she transports or she, you know, she she makes him immortal again. She brings him back and he's just like, oh, I'm here and we have a baby. How lovely. <laughs> and he's like, but I'm going to just stay with the dead because I think I would rather like judge oh. them than have to deal with um set <laughs> so then oh my gosh. her I was not i did not see that coming. i know <laughs> drama <laughs> so then isis is like uh horus my son you are so wonderful and 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 while he's playing in the reeds and the snakes and stuff the sun god ra is like getting old so he starts to drool and like the drool starts <laughs> turning into like a snake anyways all this other stuff Whoa, basically what? i know horace becomes like blessed with you know spit? stuff <laughs> spit. <laughs> spit, spit, spit be with you <laughs> and um so and then sets mad because he's like but i'm supposed to rule over everything and then horace is like no me and then so then basically it turns out that upper egypt is ruled by Horus, and he's kind of like the Pharaoh's god. He's like the Pharaoh's guy. He's you know he's everybody who's everybody who's a Pharaoh or will ever be a Pharaoh is descended from Horus. And Set gets Lower Egypt, and he's the god of like prosperity and all this other stuff. And he's the one who kind of you know. And Isis is just like, oh thank goodness, like <laughs> no more killing everybody, and like yay. And she was yeah, it was like it was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> and it's like, I, questions. it's, it's fun to read about her story. Cause she's just like, why are we all just, why are we fighting? Stop it. And I just wanted my baby to be okay. And she does a really good job of keeping him hidden and all this other stuff. Anyways. So 
It's and a fun story. Funny that she's teaching civilization to humanity <laughs> with all of this going on in the background. Yeah, like amongst she's like, the gods. This is how we govern ourselves. <laughs> Meanwhile, her, her brother, husband, and her cousin and brother are murdering each other and all this other stuff in the background. So there's lots of drama. Egyptian mythology is fun. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Full of drama. Full of drama. Who's your favorite Egyptian god? Um, so this is going to sound bad because I don't remember his name exactly, but he was a sun god that was not Ra, but he was a kind of a, a controversial one. And basically he was a pharaoh, but he was like, I don't like Ra anymore. I think he's dumb. And then he was like, I know how to do this better. So he built like a bunch of temples and everybody actually really loved him and loved his like way of things and philosophy yeah and um wait so he was a god no he was a he pharaoh was a pharaoh and oh, okay so like other a lesser like, god or something is that how yeah it? so well no all pharaohs are gods technically ah. so and this guy um was like everybody loved the people loved him but the other like nobility did not like him because he was like shaken up too much and like mm -hmm. basically this guy was like i just want there to be one god and so he was like it's the sun and so he was trying to do away with all the other ones where he's like no we don't need that we don't need that and everybody was like oh cool that's kind of fun like i like the story this is fun and then everybody else, other people were like oh my gosh what is he doing he's ruining everything whatever and then um putting people out of their jobs right. <laughs> so yeah i mean and he there's there's still temples to the god that he worshipped the the one sun god i and again i can't remember his name which is bad because it's I, again i like the story the most because it's weird and interesting anyways but yeah it's like like a christianity offshoot of like egyptian mythology kind of kind of yeah but kind with the sun. Yes. The sun and the Holy Spirit. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but back to mothers. <laughs> Enough about sons. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so who would like to uh, kick us off here? Anybody feeling brave? <laughs> I will I will start. So I, my legend comes from the very historical and you know, mysterious culture that is science. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I put on my mitochondria earrings. Oh, perfect. You know, powerhouse. My little, my little powerhouse earrings on purpose today because you, like all of us, are mitochondria, which are like we have multiple or, you know, anywhere from, like, zero to hundreds of them in each of our cells. All of those mitochondria came from our mothers, like, not at all from our dads. Uh. <laughs> and so I was looking at him on the table because... Science! I know! <laughs> well, and it's fascinating because... She blinded me with science. <laughs> <laughs> well, with raw <laughs> sun and powerhouses <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> energy. <laughs> But they, I mean, we wouldn't be able to be multicellular like we are and like have different tissue types and all these things if we didn't have mitochondria just churning out ATP, which is the currency of the cell. Mm. Yeah. 
And I always really, I didn't know that it, that we get all of our mitochondrial DNA from our mothers until like a couple of years into the degree. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, wait, what? <laughs> why doesn't, why don't more people talk about that? That's really interesting. It is interesting. But like sperm don't have mitochondria. They lose their mitochondria. They actually, um, they, it, in the process of turning into a spermatozoa, which is like the premature one, it, it converts your mitochondria into this little like, um, kind of like a torpedo back of the sperm. So that's what's like propelling this thing forward. Oh, I know. <laughs> also, was like what? Because <laughs> like bacteria have flagella, which are like the little tails, and they can spin or they can wiggle or they can do things that like will help bacteria move. Mm. But sperm do the same thing, but they convert their mitochondria into this into this little thing. So you don't you don't use it for like actually transmitting. Um, genetic material at all like it's just part of the little capsule of the sperm and then like once you get to an egg then the dna just gets like sent through the shell of the egg essentially <laughs> and then the rest of the sperm is like discarded and it's not important anymore it's just like the dna is the important part so as you were describing that, all I could think about was praying mantises. <laughs> when the, um, no, yeah, no, when they're no. like, hey, let's get it on. <laughs> and then like, the dude's like, I know I'm going to die after this, but I give my body to you, my lady. And then she's just like, thanks. For our children. It was just funny, I was reading about the egg cell first, like when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, and I was like thinking about the the ovum, mm -hmm. you know, like the actual mature egg cell, and it has like, it's actually like a little egg, like it has like extra nutrients and like extra stuff that's all encapsulated in there, yeah. yeah, and so it's like, it's kind of like the male praying mantis in its own way. It's like, no, I've got everything I need. I'm just like a little beefy cell. It's like huge <laughs> compared like to... Baked bean. It, it is, it, well, it's so much bigger than normal cells. Like, it, because it's been like... Like, they're all in there right now. Like, they're all in our ovaries, but they're just sitting there waiting. Mm -hmm. And they get, like, a certain signal from the ovary, and it's like, oh, time to mature. Here we go. And so all these enzymes and all these things around it start, like turning into little factories of pumping it full of energy and pumping it full of like nutrients. And it's like, all right, you're ready. Like, depart. And then no. it pops it out of the ovum and then it enters fallopian tubes and hopefully like meets its sperm and does the things or not. Hopefully. I mean, it, that's its purpose, but mm -hmm. it also can be sloughed off <laughs> just fine. Mm -hmm. But that is like before it, you know, before we become us, like that's what we are is these little like, Power packed beans of awesome. <laughs> hashtag power packed. Power, wait. Ha ha hashtag power packed beans, beans. of awesome. <laughs> of awesome. Hashtag power packed beans. <laughs> See, I thought it was going to be hashtag brother husband. <laughs> I like where this is going. It's still on the table. We can, throw, we can toss it around at the end of this. <laughs> well, I think, you know, learning new things about the body is, I mean, it just makes me realize how, how special. Complicated? <laughs> well, yeah, complicated too, but how miraculous it is, how all of these things have to come together, not only for us to exist, you know, to be alive, mm -hmm. but then to propagate, to, to, you know, further our 
make a bebe. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's always impressive um, what our bodies can do and how they function and right all that kind of stuff. Make another human. Yeah, right. That's yeah. so cool. Right. Yeah, mm. it's just wild. So mitochondria, did you know, were also, so I just have one more little yes, bit. I'm yes. so sorry. I have like, this Go one is on, actually lazy. really interesting. No, it's actually really cool though. So let's blind us more with science. So I, this is the last, I'll stop. I can just like settle in, but this one is actually really cool. And I didn't, I didn't know it until also it was like, oh, biology. What? <laughs> People don't know this. Mitochondria didn't like originate from within our cells. They're like an additional organism that like once got... Um, encapsulated by, like, one of our, like, ancestor cells. Like, some bacteria that we're derived from, it, like, ate this little bacteria that was in mitochondria. And then they, it didn't digest it. It was just like, oh, you, like, you can be a part work of me for now. me. <laughs> I work for you. And so now there's this, like, symbiotic little, like, partnership going on. Like, okay, so okay. <laughs> mitochondria have their own plasma membrane. Like, they have their own little, like, they have their own DNA that's separate from cellular DNA, which is also why it's really cool that, like, we get our mitochondrial DNA from our mothers only. So, like, you can see exactly where they've come from, you know, based on your mother's because, like, it has it's it's completely encapsulated. It was a different organism that was, like, taken in by the cell. And then, like, that's they just co-evolved together. Weird, right? It is weird, but I love it. So everybody who's listening to this podcast can now go out and just, you know, impress the heck out of everybody else going, hey. Did you know did you that your mitochondria like, only ah. comes from your mom? <laughs> and what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, on. everybody listening, go to your moms and thank them for their mitochondria. Thank and for her mitochondria. And be super impressed. Thank that you, mother. <laughs> thank you, mother. For, for her our mitochondria. mitochondria. <laughs> Speaking of mother, <laughs> mother, hello. <laughs> what would you like to share today? Well, you know, and and I don't have a specific story because I, um, I just don't. <laughs> fair, but, fair, fair. But listening to your story about um, ISIS and and uh, the measures that she went to to protect her child when she needed to. And even though it's like, yeah, this is going to really suck and you're going to get bitten by snakes and stung by scorpions, you know, it's something that we have to do and I'll help you get through and it. I'll always be there for you. Right. Just I mean, which, cure is, the poison. <laughs> which is the job of mothers. You know, it's about being there for the kids and mm-hmm. providing the mitochondria for them, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Giving them the energy and their powerhouse. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So That actually, the mitochondria bit, sorry to interrupt, but I just, I just realized the mitochondria bit kind of fits with Isis too because she was the one who was kind of like collecting the drool from Ra and was like, hey, Ra, you want to like... Tell me your power words so I can give the power of the sun to my boy. And he was like, wait a minute. I see what you're doing. <laughs> and, but but maybe Symbiotic like, like things her, going on. her mitochondria, she gave it to her boy and all that. Or maybe she, she was the, like, he the, was the mitochondria. Maybe like this yeah, raw or his, like, his sperm spit. Or his first. Little, yeah. Where it first evolved, was like ah. took it in, and then it became that thing that mm-hmm, powered the mm-hmm. rest of the thing. Mm. 
The bigger thing? Sounds like a great myth to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. Um, you know, basically that was just it. I just, you know, I, I kind of um, was going to kind of personalize what Mother's Day meant to me growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I came from a big family. Um, I had a mother and father that they both worked very hard in their own ways, you know, to to support this huge family. And Mother's Day um, was always kind of a special day in, in my family growing up because it was one way that we could cook breakfast for her and give it to her in bed, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And And so it was always really special for me growing up. And then from that, having all these memories about my mother's days with my children and you guys kind of doing the same thing where, you know, I remember uh, the first couple mother's days when I would get breakfast in bed and it was really pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you mean yummy. Like, <laughs> excuse you. The best breakfast the best you've breakfast ever had. <laughs> and it was in so many ways, you know. But it's I, so yummy. Flicks the way yeah, over shoulder. Hide the whatever that concoction was under my uh, uh, robe or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, in bed. Yeah. But then as you guys got older and more talented, obviously. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that actually I was going to say, don't lie. It's so like bad. that's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Oh, but then, you know, gra- I graduated to uh, a really good cup of coffee and scrambled eggs and toast and, you know. I mean, Normal, breakfast nice. <laughs> Normal breakfast <laughs> items. Normal breakfast items. Amalgamations. And I think I was also fortunate enough to have, um, you know, very talented daughters who were always creating very beautiful man-made self-made presents for me you know (laughs) so um they you know I have a lot of really special memories of of my mother and celebrating her and then my children celebrating me and now you have a retirement fund. And now, <laughs> oh, I was just about to say, I cannot believe you didn't bring in the book. <laughs> so for those of you listening, we my big sister gave my mom a book that she made herself. That I said was by Peaches mm-hmm. and not by me. And so we <laughs> had to read it again. Uh-huh. And clarify. Uh-huh. And decide that it was totally me. Mm-hmm. And she totally threw me under the bus. And <laughs> but it was actually a book that was made for my birthday. Oh, it was birthday. Oh, yeah, That's birthday. right. It's on Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I mean, still, if you had not been birthed, I would not have been birthed. Right. (laughs) So on and so on. Yeah. Cleverness. If you had not been birthed birthed (laughs) by me. Wait. My mother, brother, 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 sister, husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways. Oh, sorry, mom. But my (laughs) fun fact, because you guys have all this wisdom and all this knowledge in Uh in your, yeah, but um, Mother's Day started in 1908. (laughs) In, I believe it was West Virginia, there was a woman who lost her mother and um, was... 
showing honor to her mother mm -hmm. and, and, you know, going through the process of grieving and saying goodbye and that kind of thing. And uh, decided that a really good way to do that was to establish a day where mothers would be celebrated. Oh, and it's like back in the day, you know, mothers were the the kind of the mitochondria Honestly. Of, the, of the household. You know, they did everything because their men were away from home working and putting food on the table. Women had to do everything else. Mm -hmm. So... Um. Yeah, the powerhouses of the household. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mother's Day back in the day with your mom, like, did you do it differently than other families, or was it all pretty much the same at that point? Like, well, or were there different traditions? Based yeah, on I think different traditions. Um, in that. Um, you know, a lot of our celebrations, and this is true with not just Mother's Day, but birthdays and, you know, all of those things, because we grew up in a very large family, didn't have a lot of money. So a lot of our celebrations were homemade gifts, mm -hmm. you know, uh, baking a cake. Baking a cake was always kind of a tradition and my my younger sister Teresa kind of evolved into that place where she was the cake baker <laughs> so Aww. anybody that had a celebration or birthday whatever Teresa was going to make a cake for us mm. so yeah I could see her being That's a cake pretty, person oh yeah sweet yeah. Oh. I know, uh -huh. I know. <laughs> yeah um she would be the cake baker though mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah definitely so a lot of it depended on, you know, ability, first of all, because when you're little, you make really, you know. You try really hard. You try really hard. <laughs> and you make really great things you to do. give to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, again, like I say, without having a lot of money, it was stuff that we would find around, it, you know. I mean, we used to build a lot of things with just the stuff that we had on hand. We built Barbie doll houses, you know, out of cardboard and cans oh, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. So it was that kind of thing. It was, you know, let's go out and find something. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I do remember one year, though, um, my um, siblings and I, a few of my siblings and I, we were going to raise money to buy a blouse for mother for Mother's oh, Day, and so what we did. What oh my did God, I still do? can't believe this. <laughs> is that we decided we were going to put on a show. Yay! Awesome. And so we made tickets, and I can't remember how much we were charging for it or anything like that. But we went around to all of our neighbors. And we're selling tickets to this program mm -hmm. that we're going to have in our uh, backyard mm -hmm. to raise money so we could buy this blouse for our mother. And um, it's an amazing idea. I know, <laughs> right? So and who, I wrote, actually, who wrote the program? What was this? Program? Well, you know, I'm trying to remember a lot of it. So, <laughs> you know, back then, a lot of your um, knowledge came from encyclopedias 
Okay. I remember it. Yeah. We had, we had, so, we had, a, good, we had a good subject. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you want Botanica. to research or whatever. So it, it actually evolved into kind of like a more informational. And I can't remember what we were researching in our encyclopedia. Across but the hey, seas <laughs> on the other side of the world. Let us take you to India. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even that. Let's talk about places. It wasn't even that. It was probably like, uh, hey, let me tell you about Lewis and Clark. Clark Fork River. Clark, Clark Fork yeah. River. But um, I do remember that we had some really great, I think we had actually had two neighbors come to watch our program. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. I mean, a lot of them gave us our quarters or whatever we were charging, you know. So we were able to get our Her mom. This, it was, and it was a really pretty, like a robin's egg blue Aww. sleeveless shirt. It was really cute. And so we accomplished what we wanted to do. Oh, did she love it? Oh, she did. Yeah, Where? she did. Was it Lewis and Clark? That was the play. Do you remember? What I the, don't the remember was? what we. Oh. I don't remember what her. And I would pay. I know you so many dollars for <laughs> to get to that program. I would give you so many blouses. <laughs> I, I will tell you the next time I Skype with my sisters, I will ask them if anybody remembers that, Man. and maybe between all of that. us, what we might be able to remember. Yeah. It. Did everybody contribute? Like even like Steve and Paul. Uh-huh. Yeah. And oh, yeah. The little ones would totally contribute. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They have to. Like, They're like the tree, <laughs> the bush. Right. Yeah. The squirrel. <laughs> yeah. The page the turner. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was the big. The big siblings are the you know the, the, producer, the writer. Yes. 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 Lewis and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> the Lewis and Clark, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Were you so, an actor? Do you remember what your part was in the in the play? I mean, not like exactly. I think that I had a reading part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> so a certain amount of acting that goes on with that, I guess. Did you use um, your diaphragm? Project. Her diaphragm were yeah. working double working, time. Working overtime. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you that I haven't thought of that story um for many, many, many years. <laughs> I don't even know why I thought of it today. I guess just talking about, you know, the whole Do you remember subject. when we put on a, a play? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember yeah. trying lots of plays, but there was one that was like solid that really like panned out. Which one? I also don't remember the show. <laughs> you have the memory of it. I do. And your great feelings and satisfaction. We had a really good production one time. Like there was a one really good one, like, like our, but we had like programs made. We had like a set. Was it downstairs? Yes, it was yeah. totally. All downstairs. your all your programs were downstairs. Was Lippy the bush? I was something like that. <laughs> Close. <laughs> she was the fish. She was the fish. <laughs> oh, that poor youngest sister. <laughs> Love you, Libby. Right. <laughs> Why do you always do this to me? Like, you really just, oh, I can imagine if my children were doing a play. <laughs> it would be Hannah doing the entire say, Hannah play. Would be everything. The youngest child in Quinn our and Ted family. Would be the branches of just. Uh, they would just like I don't know carry her from place to place or like pretend <laughs> be the set change guys and you know drag things on and off, change the lights. <laughs> it would be the Hannah show. It would be the Hannah show for sure. 
That kid likes the stage, though. I don't know where she got that from. <laughs> when, we, when we were at the botanical gardens earlier, and she we saw these like little uh, fake insects, but they were like blown up real big so you could see them. And she took one look at the ant, and she was like, oh, and then like, like <laughs> threw herself on the ground and was like, oh, an ant, a big ant. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> and then she went running around to all of them. And, oh, I was like, Hannah, that? Hannah, you can't scream. Like, it's a really <laughs> tiny space. There's echoes. It's, like, actually painful. <laughs> but in, like, every single one of them, she would, like, drape herself over it or she would fall on the ground. And it was so cute. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, I hope fun. one day my kids do a play. They will. Mm-hmm. They're always really good at doing, like, the handmade gifts. I love the handmade oh gifts. Oh, my gosh. They're the best. They are the yeah. best. Teddy did one one time that was like an interview that the school or it was like like a prompting thing like like what's your mom's name like how old is your mom mm-hmm. <laughs> what's your mom's favorite thing to do <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that one is my absolute favorite because he was like what's your favorite thing to do it was like take care of me <laughs> <laughs> how old is Duh. she she's like eighteen <laughs> seventy six she's probably sixteen actually because she can drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And what she, a teddy! I know. <laughs> and then what did he say? He was like, "What does she do when you're not at home?" He was like, "Probably uh, drink coffee and watch shows that I can't watch." <laughs> <laughs> Something to that effect. It was like, home. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> vacuum. She likes vacuuming uh-huh. and eating salad. Which is like, <laughs> I do like a good salad, but yeah, like yeah. not not like my, my no, most not your whole thing, life. But, <laughs> <laughs> more multi-dimensional than that (laughs) I appreciate the effort (laughs) I wish they would do one every year I should start doing that for my own Mother's Day present to myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) printing out a little like interview sheet why not uh, yeah yeah. just like uh, if you wouldn't mind fill this out for me (laughs) make sure you put your name and date it thank you (laughs) or there will be points taken off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well I'm gonna say good conversation and I'm gonna leave us with Hashtag mother's mitochondria. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Everybody out there, give your moms a hug and a kiss and some flowers and uh, an interview and and something really great made and and a play and all the things. Uh, We'll see you next time. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. This chapter of Campbell's Corner was brought to you by the Possibilities Podcast Platform.